Welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church annual read. This year, we are reading Knowing God Through the Year by J.I. Packer. We hope that you'll be filled with fresh insight and joy as you spend time discovering more about our thrilling God. Good to have you here for the Gospel Everyday Podcast. My name is Manyoki. I have the pleasure of being the discipleship pastor at the Mariner's Oceanside Congregation. Anger. When you think of the word angry, what comes to mind? When I was a kid, and even today, I just think of a red-faced individual. It's what I saw in cartoons a lot. You think of the Bugs Bunny cartoons when somebody's foot gets stomped or Sylvester the cat uh, doesn't catch Tweety, the face turns red, and uh, there's just this intense emotion. And anger is incredibly intense. Human anger leads to intense actions, most of them not great. In my times of anger, my reactions have not been great. In fact, most times you would actually say that in the midst of my anger, I would sit. Whether that be by striking out towards an individual, creating unfair circumstances for a person I was angry at, removing myself from a circumstance or ignoring an issue. And I believe that most of us would probably do the same thing. In the midst of angry, we lash out, we strike out and end up hurting those around us. But what happens when we think about God's anger? Do we think of him in the same way? Imagine with me for a second what we would do if we were in God's place in a situation where his creation is not acting in accordance to what he intended. They are unloving, uncaring. They are schemers, coveters, envious. They are jealous, destroyers, murderers, adulterers. For most of us, that anger would result in us balling up the drawing and throwing it in the trash can and starting all over again. But God does not function like man. God does not think as man. And while we may have an emotion tied to God called anger, it does not result in the same reactions as we do. Where we would lash out, where we would just start all over, where we would just quit, God doesn't. See, God's anger leads to salvation, leads to hope. God's anger is rooted not in disappointment, but in a lack of holiness. God created everything, you, me, the world around us, with the intention of it being holy, perfect. The word that we see in the book of Genesis is good. That at each step he said it was good, and when he came to man, that we are very good. And so imagine your very good creation, then going very bad, going the opposite way, deciding that God's goodness, his perfection, is not what they desire. And that lack of holiness from what should be holy leads to God's anger. This is the way J.I. Packer puts it in today's devotion. His is righteous anger, 
the right reaction of moral perfection and the creator towards moral perversity in the creature. Far from the manifestation of God's wrath and punishing sin being morally doubtful, the thing that would be morally doubtful would be for him not to show his wrath in this way. Jaya Packer says that God's righteous anger is very much unlike ours. See, when I get angry, I tend to ignore. I'll just push it away. It doesn't exist anymore. It's not worth my energy. But God does the opposite. He focuses in. He says that it would be morally wrong. It wouldn't fit into God's character if he did not become wrathful or angry against sin. It's God's reaction to that anger that's actually different. See, God in his righteous anger made a way for that anger, for that wrath to be satisfied. And that is through Jesus' work on the cross. On the cross, we see God's full wrath poured out on his only son so that when he sees us, those who have believed in him, he doesn't see unholy. He sees the righteousness of Christ instead. When I was a youth pastor, I had a student who was incredibly kind. She never got mad. She never got angry. She was the most loving person in the entire ministry. And one time I saw her get visibly angry at a friend. And the type of anger where somebody would have just stomped away or in the teenage angst energy that they sometimes carry, they would just ignore them. There would actually be an ending of the friendship for a period of time. Instead, the student looked square in the eyes of her friend and said, I'm so angry at you that I'm going to pray for you. That, my friends, is a small picture of what God's anger looks like. That instead of God being angry and pouring out his cup on us, God's righteous anger at us being unholy and choosing not him is such that he chose a way for us. He created a way for us for his wrath to be satisfied without us being involved. And that is through Jesus. Consider today that while God could have poured out his wrath, that he could have fulfilled his justice by pouring out his anger on us, he instead chose another way. And that way, when we say yes to a relationship with Jesus, allows us to be scotch-free from receiving any of God's wrath or anger on us. What does that say about God's nature? What does that say about our relationship with him? What does that say about who God wants to be to us? I think that gives us a clear picture on who God is and his character, and it's not like ours. Thanks so much for making the Gospel Everyday Podcast an important part of your day. Hit that subscribe button if you haven't yet, and we'd love it if you could take a few moments to rate and review the podcast. Tune in tomorrow for brand new content. If you'd like more information about Mariner's Church, download the Mariner's app at your favorite app store or visit marinerschurch.org.